Oh boy. So, this has been a little bit of a project I've been having in mind for a little bit since when I had first started the channel of NRE The Wrestleverse. I had also wanted to cover a bunch of news topics and cover a whole bunch of other stuff that was going on in the wrestling world besides wrestling matches and shows. Naturally, the news stuff did happen a few times, but really it's more or less just more about talking wrestling matches and all that. But I did want to get back into covering the news side of wrestling because ever since I had disbanded it from my Neo Reality Pop Culture and Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture series, uh, I needed an outlet to talk about the news stuff going on in wrestling and the fact that I had to compress the time on the pop culture side of things and the fact that, uh, well, it, the episodes got way, got way longer when wrestling was involved because I had lots of stuff to say about wrestling. But, um, yeah, wrestling, possibly the most divisive form of things on social media and possibly that is that politics is crazy. We all agree to that. But when it comes to wrestling, oh God, th th these people can be seriously chaotic. It's honestly quite amazing how chaotic it can get. In fact, I'm convinced that uh, we are in the worst timeline possible when it comes to wrestling since, okay, let me be clear when I say this. Wrestling is in a much healthier state now in a long, long time with AEW around, with all these other companies, and not just WWE having a de facto monopoly on the industry. In my humble opinion, it's in a very be much better state than it was 20 years ago after WCW and ECW went out of business. Uh, and people will go ahead and say that, oh, uh, wrestling doesn't have the same amount of viewership anymore. It's using, and, and I've had this talk with people, and they bring up, well, we're streaming platforms. Wrestling could still be healthy. It may not be as massive as it was in the 90s when the Monday Night Wars was a thing. But it's easy to say that. But we also get to say, well, we have streaming platforms, DVR more than ever, uh, access to those services, and the internet may also have a hindrance to that. Both as a positive and a hindrance. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff to cover when it comes to wrestling. And I've had people who go ahead and make the argument that, that they've been using an outdated metric system, aka the Nelson rating system, and, you know, not using more modern data. So, uh... Take it that what you will. But uh, we're not here to talk about the uh, metric data nonsense that is the wrestling industry that wants to burn itself alive every time when that happens. No, 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 no. We're talking about something else. We're going to be talking about the CM Punk stuff that's been going on. AEW CM Punk. Now, this has been something that's been brewing for a long while. And very, very much so. Let's rewind back all the way back to August and September. So there was a bunch of tension going on in the locker room. We had hoped that this was probably a joke or a work or it's just journalists being journal being not so good journalists and you know all that tension reaching a boiling point. And then we had the infamous brawl out that cut me off from wrestling for a little bit because I couldn't stand it. Uh, there was investigations, there was all this tension was bullying over to the surface of the locker room of AEW. The elite got suspended. Punk got suspended. 
Ace still got fired for clocking the Young Bucks with a chair and biting Kenny Omega's arm after a dog got hurt and he went to rescue it. Uh, we had multiple stuff going on. So, yeah. All that happened. The situation has so far not been resolved, but the reason why I've been taught why I'm talking about it now after all this time is because recently things have been happening that looks like Punk may in fact be returning, even after what happened after Brawl Out. So yeah. Um, let's go all the way to February when Kenny Omega was asked about the brawl and everything that went on with that. Um Kenny Omega went ahead and was on Renee's, Renee Parquet's oral sessions, then renamed to The Sessions with Renee Parquet, because probably um, the acclaimed kind of wrecked the oral sessions comment when they had the, trying to hit me up for some oral sessions. Whoa, what? She just wants to be on the podcast. And then John Moxley clocked his head in. Oh, Anthony, you were blamed for someone else's doings. Uh, Kenny Omega commented saying this. It's a shame the general public aren't ever going to know what went down and how it could have been prevented, how it could have ended differently. That's how things go in the in a big business operation. Well, actually, when Tony... Actually, the, the it could have been prevented had Tony Khan, you know, done his job and you know told people this wasn't the case with Colt Cabana and all that tension going on and it wasn't the the elite that spread those lies and rumors even Dave Meltzer came out and admitted yeah I knew the whole time that it wasn't the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega it wasn't the elite that was spreading the stuff about Colt Cabana it was a bunch of people who were just ranting and raving about punk because oh ZOMG if we keep screaming it so long then we'll make it real and Punk didn't get the know-how, and Dave Meltzer and Tony Khan basically have to bear the burden of the fact that they could have stopped this, you bastards, while they twirl away at the mustaches. Okay, I know they don't have mustaches, but still, I just need to do the evil politician gag. So, yeah. Um, they go ahead and mention, I don't think, Kenny continued saying, I don't think anyone is happy or proud that it happened or anything like that. I think across the board, everyone thinks it was a terrible situation that was unnecessary. And saying, yeah, I really do feel the atmosphere has cleared up. There was a time where, and I can understand the confusion, it's sort of like, hey, we know this thing happened. We heard this thing happened. It's all over the dirt sheets. Why don't we know what happened? And we've gone and we're kind of sworn to secrecy. We can't say anything legally. So that was the par poopy part of what it was like. Well, why don't anyone else tell us what's happening? And then you're forced to form your own opinions. Because Malachi Black definitely did not have to go through that kind of issue when people were making up statements of, uh, oh, well, clearly he wants to go back to WWE. And clearly he wants to do this and this and this and this and this when really he just wanted a mental health break. And he had to go on on post to talk about that. What's important was that no one was seriously injured or urging for that, and I'm so thankful for that. We've moved on with life. I'm completely fine. It doesn't dictate what I do, what I say. I'm sure the Bucks are on the same boat. I can't speak to the other parties. Hopefully they are doing well, and I mean that. So, Kenny Omega has clearly mellowed out. The Bucks, while he can claim that, and he is, and he is buddies with them, so uh, there is a possibility that he's being honest. Um... Yeah, considering what came out later, it does look like there might be problems still. But, at least K Omega has mellowed out a lot from what happened that day. Uh, that gave me hope that there was going to be a return. 
And then we had this other going ahead, going ahead and talk about, about, oh, CM Punk screwed Hangman out of the title and that it was Punk was never going to put, put, put uh, Hangman over. And therefore it was always, it, it was sabotage. Hangman was sabotage and pressured Tony Khan into it. And then Dave Meltzer, knowing if he does not do anything this time is going to lead to another fiasco had to come out and confirm that it's not true. Khan had always planned to put the belt on Punk at the event with the AEW owner reportedly having made the decision months before the show. AKA, we are focusing on long-term storytelling and we have an endgame for this. Then Brawl had happened and we had to cancel the endgame. Damn it. So, yeah. Punk then got a tricep injury at, during All Out and then... <laughs> and, uh... Then the brawl had happened, and that probably made it worse, and he got surgery, and he's been in recovery mode ever since. But um, following that fiasco, uh, CM Punk, we didn't we didn't hear much for a while. We then heard about him back in March that during an episode of Monday Night of, of AEW Dynamite, uh, there was a segment where the Young Bucks had been attacked by Blackpool Combat Club, and they were shown leaving, it, leaving uh, the arena in Independence, Missouri in an ambulance next to the production truck and next to the venue to an AEW production truck but tables a ladder and a large piece of cardboard were used to cover a section of the truck now we didn't think about any of this because um uh you know it's a, it's a complicated fiasco it, it's just stuff and then it was later revealed to be where punk's face was on the side of the vehicle now this couldn't be a joke between the elite but it was also reported that there were no fences mended between the two parties, despite Punk being mel despite Omega being extremely mellowed out from the whole thing. Um, look, unless you're building to a match, can you stop with the ribs? I'm like, unless you're doing WWE style shots, which I only approve of if WWE is the victim in all this. Because let's be real, WWE will never have punishments given to them, especially after Kenny Vince McMahon came back. So, uh, yeah. And then CM Punk reportedly, according to Dave Meltzer, wants to come down, wants to come back to AEW. And in Punk in return, though, it's ultimately down to AEW CEO Tony Khan. And the problem here is that Dave Meltzer then later on and other journalist sites wanted to go ahead and attack Punk and make the situation worse. But we'll get to that in a little bit. I'm just going to say it's pretty bad. So when all this happened about Punk wanting to come back and Kenny Omega being mellowed out, we all had hope that uh, this was gonna work out. Like, oh man, this, oh boy, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna have a big meeting. We're gonna have everyone shake hands, finally move on, and finally, finally make money out of all this. Then Punk came on Twitter, he came on Instagram, and really went on really went out and uh he then deleted the instagram post but he called out aw chris jericho john moxley dave Meltzer, and yeah he wrote this sigh i wasn't clear to come back to wrestle yet then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view 
I said listen to Moxley's Rocky 3 idea. I explained how I never seen a Rocky movie and I and I thought this idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever, he said he want, wouldn't lose to me. He never I've never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was the who he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss. I said, okay, but I need to be cleared first. He kept saying it could just be a squash, so I don't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My help is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar, Jericho is a liar, and Stooge. There were plans, but plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my health ever again. And I had like several processing thoughts with this, and I was mostly disappointed that this happened. It was apparently responding to a Dave Meltzer board message. So uh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And then Jericho responded saying delete, delete, delete. Mostly the Matt Hardy stuff. But um, yeah. Saying, do you know why they didn't advertise Punk versus Moxie longer and why it has such a short build? Because Punk agreed to it. Then AEW got a legal letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it. And they didn't know if he'd come until Tony put his foot down. There were a lot of nice things I could say about him. And you could possibly argue his position on Moxley was correct. But you can't argue he really did what he was asked in that scenario. And then Punk made the Instagram post and then all hell broke loose. And my response to all this happening was... God damn it, I hate my life in wrestling, mostly. Because here's the thing. He can... Uh, here's the thing about the internet. The tribalist community lost it when they heard that Punk never watched the Rocky movies. That's your biggest gripe? That Punk never saw any of the Rocky movies? Or... Are we really at this point now where we're going to rant and rage over the fact that Punk just never was interested in Rocky? Are, are, are we at this point now where we're really doing this? So yeah, Punk was apparently getting lambasted from fans because how dare he never watch the Rocky movies. And I was like, I've never watched the Rocky movies. I've just never been interested in it. Like, I've heard Creed was pretty damn good, but that's it. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it got bad. It, it got really bad. I have no idea how bad it's going to get if once that big meeting happens. But, um, yeah. I also did say to myself, Punk, you, you worked for a company that nearly got you killed. You're, even if it's AEW, I don't care if it was AEW, I don't care if it was the friendliest corporation in the world. Why would you put your health below your own, be, below the company? Like, no, what you, you could have, look, I get if, if you felt like you had no choice, and considering Tony Khan was all for it, but... He could have talked to Mox and everyone else and, and worked it out and be like, look, I'm still hurt. We could, I'll come back and do some stuff, but we got to do this for the pay-per-view, especially since it's only like about two to three weeks left. We won't have enough time to just build a rematch right then and there. And we don't do rematch clauses unless we capitulate the champion to do it. How about we just not do this match and wait till I get more healthier? Because even Shawn Michaels did that and he fought Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I feel like we could have done that and move on with our lives. So yeah, that's not what happened, sadly. But then when the poster was made, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, according to Fightful Select, the sort have reported that sources within AEW lost confidence that Punk would be returning after that post. This comes after those close to Punk believed he was open to returning, mostly Dax Hardwood, and maybe even one or two in the recent weeks. One person claimed that Punk was willing to apologize for his comments during the post all out media scrum, but Fightful didn't know there was a lot of context absence from that claim, specifically to whom or whether it be publicly or privately. Several did say that Punk had expressed some form of regret over the media scrum in general. So, yeah, they had spoke, he and Tony Khan had spoken, had a couple of meetings, and a meeting was planned mid for mid-February, which was delayed due to Jerry Jarrett's funeral, rest in peace. And, yeah, this, this got bad all around. It, it was just getting bad and bad and worse, and I'm just that guy that's sitting in the back that's like, can we please just work this out, man? Just get a big meeting ready. But yeah, Moxley and Punk now had heat, reportedly. Fightful had to report this, report that Punk stated he wasn't comfortable competing without being cleared for the match in August 24, and there were issues over the creative and the build to the match, and it was concerned that Punk wouldn't be, even be at the August 17th edition of Dynamite. Punk also floated the idea of being paid extra for a wrestling match, and space special travel arrangements were made for him ahead of the 24th class. John Moxley and Punk have appeared to have heat based on those that Moxley has spoken to after Brawl Out. Moxley, Chris Jericho, and Brian Nielsen led the locker room meeting after Brawl Out. People would then believe that if it came down to Moxley or Punk, AEW would choose Moxley. Considering Moxley came out and said that, yes, I was not under contract and I could have gone and went to WWE with the world title, but um, yeah. Uh, furthermore, Punk is very aware of having heat in AEW, and that talent could walk out if he returns. Some of the heat on Punk has died down, according to, to Fightful, but there is plenty that still remain. So, yeah. So, we had learned something quite interesting about the um, issue that happened between at Brawl Out, and one of the big details that came out from Fightful Select had revealed something new about Punk and Kenny Omega. So, it was stated in the report that previous rumors that Punk and Omega talked a few days after the brawl out were untrue. They instead spoke directly after the brawl out. And this is what was reported. Punk and Kenny Omega did have a brief conversation after the brawl out in the media phones following. Punk was said to have told Omega that the issue was not, wasn't with him. And that those nearby said the two were going to continue talking, but I still was still be, still being dealt with at that point. And then Ke Punk went ahead, and Kenny Omega was reportedly very composed for the situation. I mean, like when I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, I'd be composed too if I just got bit in the arm for rescuing a dog. My best friend just got clocked in the head by a steel chair. I'm very restrained and composed, right?" Yeah, seriously, like, I have a hard time believing, like, Kenny, I know you're Kenny Omega and you could be having your weird moments, but why are you composed about this? I I'm trying to wonder how you freaking compose, because I want to know what you're having. And considering today is the 420th, we can probably make that argument. Meanwhile, uh, as that had went on, the issues between Punk and Hangman and Page, you know, the thing that pretty much precipitated this whole event to go down um hangman has been just trying to move on from it for the most part and yeah P 
Punk clearly doesn't is still mad because it, about having ended up having a meeting. We're told expressing his frustration regarding Hangman's workers' rights promo, and Punk believed it referenced Cole Cabana and was dissatisfied with the resolution or lack thereof. And I'm that guy that's like, okay, how do you know he's referencing Cole Cabana? And if that's the case, considering Dave Meltzer came out and said that none of that was true, it wasn't the elite, and, Col and Punk had nothing to do with Cole Cabana's depart disappearance, then, like, this was kind of pointless. I like, in fact, this was the thing that bugged me about it because I was like, wait, I was under the assumption that AEW, when they do promos and they want to shoot from the hip kind of mentality, they would go and discuss it. Like say, are you cool with this? That was always my thought process. I was apparently wrong so badly and look what that led to. And yeah, John Moxley decided to go on Renee Parquet's Sessions show, his wife, and decided to talk about, um, to talk about the, uh, issues that he had. And there was a lot of swearing involved. It's effing annoying. Just because somebody said some stupid on social media, that's not news. But it is, it ends up being a thing. I don't want to get dragged into this dumb, I could unload a lot of people right now and when i start getting dragged into this it tempts me to do that but i'm not going to sink to that level but i will say this the entire summer i was not under contract no contract free agent i was at summer Slam weekend wrestling desperado and the day of SummerSlam. i could have walked into SummerSlam that night with the AEW belt if i had been so inclined nobody knew that because i don't put my out there in the world and let everybody know every about my business I was not under contract, the reason being, if you're curious, because I go out, got out of rehab and my contract was coming up, they extended it for a time that I missed, cool, I'm glad they did actually, because I didn't feel like I owed them anything, you know, oh, the night, got what his, talking about the night he came back and was hopping around on one foot, so we're talking about talking later and stuff, now keep in mind, at this time, this is my whole point, I basically don't work there, for all intents and purposes, I don't even work there. Tony is not my boss. I don't even have to be in this room. I don't have to do. So even being in the room and offering and agreeing to a storyline that puts you over at the pay-per-view with anything, I'm bending over backwards for Tony and for this dude and for the company and everybody. I didn't have to. I didn't have to do. If anything, I was bending over backwards. So that's it. He then later said that he has never seen so much bull drama in one, in one place in his entire career and life. I don't think I've ever said anything even remotely negative about AEW, I, but I will say this. As an observer, it seems like I spent eight years on the Indies, spent a couple years in WWE Developmental, spent like eight year, years in WWE, well, WWE Developmental, FCW, and partially NXT for a little bit. i never seen so much bull drama in one place in my entire life. I hate to say that, but I don't know if it's because of the age of social media gets blown out of proportion. So yeah, um, Moxley continues to prove that he is possibly one of the best, the, the, the American ace, baby. And I demand that everyone respects John Moxley for putting up with all that. But as that has come out, Mark Henry, Jay Cargill, and other wrestlers in AEW have been coming out and saying, look, we want Punk back, we like the guy, he's done a lot for me and them, Dax Hardwood come out, FDR wants it. And... Then Jim Ross came out and said, 
yeah, I think Punk should come. still needs CM Punk. Saying on his podcast, I think it's sold out when talking about the upcoming Forbidden Door 2. Raphael called me and I said, how are things ticket sales wise? He mentioned to me that the Toronto show is sold out. That's good. Good for the home team. All good stuff, baby. But anyway, sells out. Good. Anytime you get a sellout, you're doing something right. I think we're doing something right. I just got a feeling that big things are on the way. Getting everybody healthy again and back on the roster again is important. Of course, the whole question is going to center around, will CM Punk ever be back? I'm one of those guys that believe he will be back. We'll see. I think AEW needs CM Punk because of his star power. And he brings with controversy, creates cash, and he's certainly controversial. I'm a big fan of Phil's. We'll see how it works out. I'm optimistic and positive. Yes, controversy can create cash if people know how to do it right and just take advantage of it. But bad publicity is still bad publicity, man. And then AEW had that big show, All Access, coming out. And we were hoping that we would get, you know, some information on the brawl out. What could be talked about legally. But, um... Yeah, they skirt around it. In fact, they did mention they did mention the Young Bucks going ahead and revealing that the Young Bucks consider retiring during their time away from AEW TV after the suspension. And yeah. That 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 was a bad two months for the Bucks. But yeah, that that just like like the Young Bucks, considering leaving in in full 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 force, it was kind of a big deal when you have your EVPs, albeit uh, problematically wise. Considering that, uh, yeah, when, when this whole thing happened, I I was I was almost done watching wrestling for a while because Clash of the Castle happened. That happened, and it was just bad all around in terms of uh, how the fans reacted to it. Mostly the tribalists. When you have to go ahead and watch a tribalist go on Twitter and say that this is like the equivalent of abuse, as in, oh, Triple H, oh, Triple H booking Roman Reigns to win. Oh, he's like a father who goes ahead and will smash your, who will go ahead, buy you McDonald's, and then beat you with the wrench afterwards. And I was like, so because Drew McIntyre lost, this is now an abusive relationship. Because it's not like Vince was doing anything horrible or anything. But yeah, it was like, but yeah, let's see. Vince McMahon does horrible things in real life beyond wrestling. Okay, Triple H books Drew McIntyre to lose against Roman Reigns. Oh, this is abuse. This is the clear evil. And then Broad happened and I was just freaking done with everything. I took about a week or so off of social media. Fun times. I only came. I only posted stuff automatically with a uh, with my YouTube channel content. But yeah. So yeah, apparently Punk had agreed in principle, according to Dave Meltzer at least. So take it that what you will. That he and AEW were working on a reconciliation that was at least agreed to in principle to prior to his run at Tony as Tony Khan wanted to bring the two-time former AEW champion back. It was speculated that that Punk determined the reason AEW were looking to move all out from now to the United Center in the heart of Chicago. It was also reported that CM Punk and MJF 3 was the original plan at last year's Full Gear, so AEW may even think about holding the match at All Out in 2023. Well, here's the thing. It was reported, had Punk never gotten hurt, AEW was going to have MJF versus CM Punk at All Out, MJF would win the title and you know everyone would get then the Chicago crowd would get pissed off and ready to raise hell 
So yeah, there is some possibility that that was accurate. And Dax Hardwood wants Punk back, and he has, and he's trying to be optimistic. And yeah, he, he's been advocating for months that uh, believing that he needs to end his storybook career on a good on a good note. And you know, he wants to do that whole. Um, CMFTR versus the Elite storyline because that's the money match. Chris Jericho, who has had a history with Punk in recent months, uh, came out and said, uh, "I'm not Punk's Christmas card list, but I wasn't on, but I wasn't on Scott Hall's Christmas card list, and I wasn't on Eric Bischoff's Christmas card list. You don't have to be best friends to coexist. To me, that's not really my wheelhouse. I'm not in charge of that." I'm sure there will be some answers to that pretty quickly. I would assume either way, but to us, AW is going to thrive and so I with or without him. Yeah, this was happening after it was reported that Punk, that Punk was called a cancer by, by Chris Jericho. And yeah, it, it's been a thing. Then All In came ha then All In at Webley Stadium was announced and people are now hoping that Punk returns for that because All In kind of was his lasting legacy from the pipe bomb promo for some people. However, it was reported even after the, um, yeah, after what happened. <laughs> Punk reportedly told AEW that he wants to return to the promotion, and he has laid out numerous scenarios for a potential comeback. Among the scenarios, according to FIFA Select, is a willingness to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, but any potential programming with the Elite appears to be unlikely with Fightful noting Omega and the Bucks weren't keen on the storyline as a few months ago. Punk also stated he's willing to be completely separate from the Elite and is open to working elsewhere. If that means Ring of Honor or another promotion altogether is unknown. Suntown believed that the heavily rumored sh third AEW show that will air on Saturday nights could be utilized to keep Punk separate from the Elite, but AEW higher-ups have not confirmed this. Look, here's the thing. If you're going to have Punk come back, you need, I, I want Tony Khan to finally put his foot down. He has to channel, and I can't believe I'm going to fucking say this. He needs to channel a bit of that ruthless aggression Vince, Vince always likes to brag about he has. I mean, like, I'm talking about utilizing ruthless aggression, not be a massive asshole to people just because I can do that and I'm a God-complexing person. No, 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 let's not have Tony Khan act like that. But he needs to put his foot down like he put his foot down with Kenny Omega, like he put his foot down with Warner Bros. Discovery, over the Briscoe nonsense after Briscoe, after after uh, the death happened, and Kenny Omega when he was like, I can still wrestle. I know I'm having multiple injuries. I have vertigo. I am bleeding in the internally. I have broken knees, but I can still wrestle. Just let me wrestle uh, Vikingo oh, at the show. Oh, no, Kenny. Look, you're going to drop the towel to Hangman, and you're going home. So you're saying I can still work behind the scenes. Got it. I'll get my surgery, recover, and then I'll be back first. But I hope to be back by February. Kenny, you cannot be back by February. If Mick Foley has more of a case than you to come back to wrestle when he had lost his fucking ear, and that's saying a lot, I'm pretty certain the amount of injuries you have all the way back from New Japan when you were still working there completely, I think we can make the argument you need to stay home. But, but the rest, but the patient, man. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Kenny Omega's still insane, I know that. 
However, word broke out that CM Punk wanted to return, and a new report came out that plans are in motion by Fightful Select to bring the former two-time champion back. The apparent plan is to have Punk return at a to AEW at or around the June 21st episode of Dynamite, which the company announced yesterday would take place in Chicago's Wind Trust area. There have been pitches to announce Punk's return ahead of time, perhaps around the war upfronts. Nothing is said so, and things can change, and this is an often tumultuous situation. But, um... Yeah, one of the big things that was mentioned is that Jericho and Punk and the FTR and all these people are, um, have a desire to go ahead and go ahead and, you know, work things out and have a big meeting. And Punk has been pushing for a big meeting and there apparently is a planned meeting between Jericho and Punk to seemingly work together. They want to clear the air before the possible return. Chris Jericho might not be particularly keen on that because if, after a fan account tweeted Jericho asking if he's always will, been willing to work with everyone and do what's best for business alongside a photo of Punk and Jericho together on commentary, Jericho simply replied, not everyone. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that could be a problem. But one of the big plans um, to have this is that Punk's return is largely expected, but the issues within the locker room have not been settled at all. AEW's plans for Punk will ultimately roll around the room of the third AEW show, with the working idea being the two-time AEW world champion will be the star of that series. AEW will largely split the roster when the new show premieres to avoid the locker room problems that are not just revolving around Punk, but you got Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, you got all this other drama that was going on, you have Andrade El Idolo and uh, Sammy Guevara, and yeah so yeah a lot of stuff need to be worked out on and of course deadspin had to make an make a statement by saying cm punk is gaslighting aew and i was just like oh god we're back at this again the journalist sites that don't care really about what what they say that could cause massive damages and yeah Brandon Cutler decided to go ahead and act and add more fuel to the fire by going ahead and saying someone gets it. Oh, gosh. And then he deleted the tweet. And I was just like, dude, you already did it. You might as well have just left it up. But yeah, um, with that happening, Meltzer revealed that this was that a meeting between the two are set to take place. And there may be others in there as well with FTR and Tony Khan. That's coming up. I guess that's the idea to resolve everything or attempt to resolve everything. It's going to be interesting. Tony Khan wants Punk back to be the star of the Saturday show. And it's probably, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. The Elia not being mentioned is, is a notable thing to point out though. It was reported last week that Punk is open to working with them in AEW despite all the issues in the past. I mean like, look, if you can have Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels work th work together, even when WWE was actively using it, use, even with all the miscommunication and backstage issues between the two, and like granted Survivor Series was the, was the tipping point, but they at least were trying, at least Bret Hart was willing to work things out, albeit on his terms, that's still a problem. It, it, at least, it, at least it was still there. At least he was willing to work it out and work the match and not trying to shoot from the hip and have someone get hit. But... Yeah. And also, should we mention all the other wrestling politics that happened? Like, the worst one probably is, you know, ones where stabbings took place. Because, you know, that era where Tanker, said, where Tanker would say, That's when men were men. I'm grumpy old man Taker. 
So that meeting has yet to take place as of April 18th, and Punk is likely said to be feuding with Jericho upon his return. So while we want to see the new storyline between Punk and the Elite go down, I want it to happen mostly because we need to show unity and whatnot. And I'm all for this and whatnot. And that Punk is willing to work it out with the Elite. Like he doesn't have to be buddies with them. You don't need to be friends with them. Let's be real, no one needs to do that. You can all work together and not be friends. You don't need to go ahead, work together on TV, then go out go out partying the next the, the night after. You can go go ahead and just work it out and just be co just be working acquaintances at best. So that big show that's coming, AEW Collision. Um WrestleZone has reported that the show will be AEW Collision, which was expected to be the case after AEW filed the trademark for the term in February. Scheduled to air on TNT in the United States on Saturday nights from June 17th between 8pm and 10pm Eastern Standard Time. There is no word currently on how the show will air in the UK as AEW Dynamite Rampage air on ITV4. Um, they have yet to announce a TV taping for June 21st, but Andrew Zarian reported that the Madman Pro Wrestling Podcast, the announcement collision about Collision will likely happen at some point in May. Expected to premiere on July 8th as AEW has moved the planned Rampage taping to Regina, where from the Friday, July 14th to the Saturday day. Collision will also see a soft brand split introduced to allow more AEW to be featured and to ease the tension amongst the roster that will inevitably heighten when Punk and other stuff return. And it's been reported that Warner Bros. Discovery has been very involved in trying to make this work out, saying they're gung-ho about the situation, and Warner Bros. Discovery have also been informed that Punk is coming back to all elite wrestling. So they want to be involved in this because they do have a good, good positive environment with AEW, even after several dramas like AEW going ahead so far as to threaten to drop, like being dropped from Warner Bros. Because how dare you smoke? You could curse, you could bleed, you could say the D word multiple times, you could go ahead and, well, not make slurs, but you could go ahead and say this motherfucking business, this motherfucking shit fuck business, you could say all that. But by God, if you even so much as smoke once, we will have your heads. Yeah, that, that was a joke I wanted to make, but like seriously, that, that that's the vibe I got. Like it, like I can imagine the meeting between the two when Jericho took that cigar and was like, look, you can have this mother effing circus in Foxy Sanderson shitbag, whatever shitbag, whatever nonsense you could go, but I draw the line with smoking. And slurs and homophobic and transphobic nonsense. Just don't smoke ever again. I'm pretty sure that's how the meeting went. That, I like to imagine that, like, in Warner Brothers, this, Warner Brothers, Warner Media is just like cursing at them, saying, We could do all this, we could do all that, and we can move on with our lives. No more smoking, okay? So, yeah. Andrew Zarian has. So, remember when it was reported that there would be a soft brand split? Well,. It's been reported Andrew Zarian decided to come out on Wrestling Observer Live that the split would be harder than expected. Saying this, um, 
The plans have been put in place to possibly have a tentative Saturday show to be the soft brand split. When I used the term yesterday on Matt Men, I was told that it's less of a soft than I'm putting out there. I guess there will be people that are predominantly on the other show on the Saturday show. Brian Alvarez also reported the roster split is being introduced to keep CM Punk and talents who want to work with him separate from those who do not. What I heard from the beginning anytime that this was brought up was that there were people that don't want to work with CM Punk, that they don't want to be in the building with him, so there's going to be a place where he can work and do his thing, and there's going to be a place where other people can work and do their thing. If you're a neutral party, then conceivably you can work both shows and everything like that, but there's going to be certain people that are on one show and certain people that are going to be on the other show because they don't want to be anywhere near each other. And I was just like, okay, look. There has to be a point. Okay, fine. If you want to just feature more talent more and have this brand split, fine. That's I can totally understand that. But to just appease the elite and the young bucks or Jericho and FTR and whatnot is just BS to me. I, I would just prefer it more if you just like, okay, you can do the brand split, but say we need to appease certain people who don't want to work things out with people and be rational human beings. Let's not do that. That's stupid. No, we're just going to go ahead and cater to their every whim and make Tony Khan look like a complete another moron in this regard. That's at least my two cents on that. But like, yeah, this whole drama that's happened since Brawl Out, yeah, it's it's been a uh, it's been a clusterfuck. Let's go and say that it's been a massive, gigantic clusterfuck, and it sickens me. But here's the thing: I did want to say to myself when I heard this. If Punk and the Elite do a story together, if they work it out and say, we can work together, we don't need to be friends, we can just work together, make money, if they ever work together, make a let's do a match, we get a full-fledged match, no problems whatsoever, hopefully, I will finally talk about All Out, the show, not the events surrounding it, that's this podcast, but I will finally talk about the show and the matches and the storylines that were going on at the time. I will finally talk about that. That is my vow to myself. I said I would only talk about the show if the Elite and Punk work together just once. You can just do one storyline match, have it build up to one match, be done, never work together again afterwards, and we can all move on with our freaking lives because that's all I wanted. That is all I want this to work out for. We're gonna have that big show all in coming soon. That's the possibly best place you can do it besides Kenny Omega and CM Punk. I just want this whole thing to work out. Like I like AEW, I'm open to criticizing it when necessary. And I definitely feel like we need to have, we, we need to see these guys work together. It's not just the future of AEW or pro wrestling. It's just, we just want a positive working environment. After years of hearing the work environment stuff that goes on behind the scenes in WWE, we just want people to, we just don't like to see our favorites get into fight fist fights and going ahead and make us divide even more. So yeah. What a way to start this podcast, isn't it? God damn. But uh, yeah. This is your host, Eric Brown of NRE WrestleVerse Podcast. I will see you all again next time. I'm your host, Eric Brown of Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE, and I'll see you all again. Look forward to what's going on next and see how this podcast does. I'll see you all again next time. Take care and have a good day, everybody. Peace.